to the opening day edition. I'm Jeff. I'm Tom. I'm Kim. And this is the Three Old Reds Fans Podcast coming to you once again from Studio 82 down the street from our good friends at Beans in the heart of Cedarville, also known as the famous birthplace and final resting place of Reds pitching legend Bumpus Jones. I think all our pitchers this year are better than Bumpus Jones was. We think so. I think so. So if you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app or website or Spotify, thank you for being one of the most loyal Reds fans ever. And we do have an almost five-star rating on iTunes. I'm not going to go into why that changed. Uh, there's somebody that's on my P- list. The PR messed us up. Didn't yeah, it? Somebody, somebody, we somebody went in and gave us a one and knocked us down to 4.5. Oh, so so he's, he's on the... Yeah, I'm not happy with him. Anyway, but please rate us. Kick us back up to a five-star. If you get to like 4.75, I think it rounds you up to a five. So we need some more We need some more of that. Uh, leave us a review. helps more Reds fans find us. And we'll read your review on the next show. If you're not subscribing, get with it. If you really like us, go to our site on podbean.com. Become a patron to help us with our equipment fund that will make this show even better, better than it already is. That's hard to believe. It can't I, be. Well can i am thanks to our newest followers on podbean somebody called bball37 underscore 2006 i don't know who that is but thank you and somebody else whose screen name is komvji i don't know how to say that but that's who they are thanks for following yes and to my friend mike rousen you guys don't know it's a guy i know uh he he clicked the like button on episode 37 and liked us Mike, we like you too. And I think he's on, I think he's on that uh, um, um, uh, Facebook page too that we're all on, the Rounding Third, Heading for Home page. Um, so we appreciate you guys' loyalty to the show. So um, this is episode thirty-eight, and uh, any famous Reds wear number thirty-eight? Gary Nolan. Gary Nolan. It's the only he's one I know. Nineteen sixty-seven to nineteen seventy-seven. There's a current Red wearing number thirty-eight. Really? Pitcher? Nope. Silence. Uh, let me see. You guys are... Kurt Casale. Oh, really? Um, first guy to wear number 38 for the Reds since Kip Wells in 2009. Other Reds you may know of that are names that ring a bell. Pete Harnish. Hmm. Uh, Kent Merker. Um, <clears throat> Jay Tibbs. Jay Mr. Tibbs. Uh, Bruce Berenyi. Bruce Berenyi. Uh Gary Nolan, as we mentioned. Um, a bunch of names I don't know. Some guy named Elmer Riddle in the 40s. I, like, I just like the name Elmer Riddle. It's just a good name. Al Simmons played for the Reds a little bit. He's actually, I think, a Hall of Famer. Mostly a Cardinal. He wore number 38. Now, we failed to do it last week, or last month when we did our last show. We failed to do number 37. Um, there is a current red who's number thirty-seven. Pitcher David Hernandez, <clears throat> former opening day, recent former opening day starter Scott Feldman. Ooh. Ooh. Don't, go there. Don't go there. Norm Charlton. Yes, Norm Charlton being the one that I immediately thought of as well. That's sort of the uh, Corky Miller wore that number on occasion when he was up and down with the Reds. Um, Norm Charlton, Stan Belinda, Derek Lilliquist, um, Greg Harris, uh, Dave Tomlin, Dale Murray, Will McEnany, Wayne Granger, um, 
rolling down the list here. That's uh, oh well. Here's one of my favorite Reds of all times, Peaches Davis, 1939. <laughs> you don't even know him. It's just no, his name. I thought he him and Elmer. If you told me Peaches Davis played in that All American Girls League, I'd believe you. That's yeah, right. there you go. <laughs> very good. Very good for the Georgia for the Peaches. Rockford Peaches. Rockford the Rockford Peaches in Georgia. Yeah, Frank McCormick, who was a great Red as well, he wore that number back in 1938. Um, so there we go. Before that, they didn't really wear numbers a lot, but. Anyway, so those are the numbers. So, speaking of numbers, we have 25 guys on the roster now. Uh, the rotation is what we thought it would be, what we've been hearing. Castillo, Gray, Roark, DiScofani, Molly with Alex Wood on the DL, assuming he'll come back. No surprises there. Yep. Uh, since we last met, um, the rotation order was set. Um, thoughts on that? What? Why don't you go ahead and say it? Why don't what? you go ahead and say it? You know what? What did I say? You know what? what? You're laughing. You already go ahead and say it. What did I predict that Castillo oh. would be this? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, I did predict right. that. Uh, I also was in favor of it, but I also predicted it. Oh, just man. like last year, I said Homer Bailey will be the opening day starter, and you go like, right, no, 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 no. I heard he it was. By the way, Homer Bailey's made the rotation in the for the Royals. For the Royals, yeah, you know the Royals. So kind of, got Billy Hamilton and Homer back, Bailey back to being a Triple A team in Kansas. Gentlemen, City. on September the sixth, two thousand and eighteen, here uh, was JG's prediction of the opening day. September sixth, pitchers ready? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. This is before we had all these right, guys. I, I, know, yeah, I yeah, know, but yeah. just how things change. All right. Homer Bailey. Yeah, I thought they. Luis Castillo. I figured he'd still be here. Bob Steve. Really? Was this this past fall? September oh, 18th. September 6, 2018. Tyler Molly. Okay. Well, and Sal Romano. All right. Well, I got. Now, obviously, I, we didn't have any of the pitchers in trade. The lineup. I got two Winker, of the five. Peraza, Vado, Suarez, Sinzel at second. Yeah, well, I Hamilton, screwed that up. Barnhart behind the plate. Yeah, well, we got rid of Billy. Okay, how did we do? You guys didn't do we, it. We didn't. Oh, we it. didn't. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm the only one with enough guts. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, Alex Wood isn't in the rotation, but you know, well, he will be. Hopefully, this is just a very temporary thing. How about um? Unless it's, unless this is like unless they're talking to us like they always talk to us about D. Sclafani. Oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, two years later, he's, right? We're looking for him to finally. Do Do we always only keep four outfielders? Probably is that Irvin, is that Irvin's normal on the roster? No, no. Does no. that seem weird to you? Well, well, but see, Jeff's thinking that stats don't matter in the spring. No, <laughs> but he had a great spring. Yeah, I just mean it seems like well, you one know, of for the, pinch hitting, well, that Irvin would be better than one of these other guys. Well, they also had. Well, let's get through that list. Well, okay, we'll jump to outfielders. Lorenzen, Kemp, Twig, <laughs> yeah. Shebler, and Winker because they've with Lorenzen the wild card because they sent. Since Zelda Meyer League camp, and we all know by now he's hurt his ankle and he's in a boot. All right. Two week boot. Two week boot. So who knows? At least. However, they do. Now the infield, had, there's more outfielders than you think because some of these other utility guys can play the outfield. Who? Derek Dietrich. Yeah, that's right. Well, Kyle Farmer. Can Kyle Farmer? Yes. And he's Peraza also. has played center, right? Yeah, but they're not yeah, going to need but, it because they got six guys that can play in the outfield. Good point. We got six guys that can play in the outfield. So Dietrich and Farmer are mainly infielders, but they can play outfield. Um, yeah. Well, I'd have to look up. I could look up Dietrich here. Well, I mean, they're listed here as infielders. Yes, they're listed as infielders. Um, 
Dietrich's listed as a second baseman, left fielder, third baseman. Okay. So, you know, he can do he can do both. Um, so last year uh, for the Marlins, for instance, he played 33 games at first, four at second, two at second, 97 in left field. Um, he's also had – the year before, though, he played 103 games at third. The year before that, he played 75 games at second. Wow. So – this farmer? No, this is um, Dietrich. Dietrich. That's so they, really a so valuable they, guy. So they've moved him around Marlins, a lot, right? Yeah, for yeah. the Marlins, it's a good I like p- pickup. It's a good pickup. Um, so that's that's what they're doing there, and then and then uh, Farmer is he he's like a third catcher. Like I don't know, I don't really think we need a third catcher, but he's he's there. That's that's his thing. Is he's he's he can play. What's he a listed lot of at? Positions. So. What is Farmer listed at? Yeah, what what positions? Uh, I can call it up here real quick. Uh, baseball reference. He's listed as a pinch hitter, <laughs> third baseman, and catcher. Um, as far as last year, he played. Um, get these appearances here. Well, he only he only appeared in th- he's only appeared in fifty nine big league games. Um, 26 at third base, 34 times he's pinch hit, hmm. and he's caught four times. So, be nice um, to have Irvin, even if it, nothing, nothing but pinch hit, pinch running, you know? Yeah. Well, like I mean, that. he just didn't fit. I mean, if, I mean rather than Farmer. Well, you know, I can't disagree with that. I think um, <clears throat> Farmer's just more versatile position wise. I think he's that's the why they did it. Catcher. And he wouldn't be on the team if um, Scooter hadn't gotten hurt. I mean, he, I think he's the last guy on the team, don't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, Barnhart and Casale are, are locks. Um, Iglesias, Peraza, Suarez, and Vado were locks, and I think Dietrich was a lock. I think Farmer is right. there for Janelle. I agree. I agree. Instead of <clears throat> Sinzel. So, because they made that choice. We came out of spring training with eight pitchers, but I know the first two weeks usually have a lot of you breaks. Mean, you mean the – you mean the – we have eight. eight pitchers, right? One, two, three, four, no. five, six, seven, eight. Thir- it's 13 pitchers. Oh, I'm looking at the bullpen. Sorry. Yeah. There's <laughs> eight plus five, 13. 13, 13. Molly's going to start. He's going to take a normal fifth start because I think it would only work out that. Maybe two. He, he might get two. He'll probably he'll get a couple starts at least, and then if Wood comes back when he's supposed to, that's probably it. Um but you know who knows when these other guys could get hurt in the meantime. I mean, we got Di Scalfani out there. <laughs> Cross your fingers. Um, <laughs> All right. So um, the big debate has been on Senzel whether to keep him or not. And one of us wanted the Reds to keep him. The yeah, other two. I just, I the other two of him. us wanted him to be in a Reds uniform longer. Um, how may, how long does he need to be in the minors? To, to have you read anything? Um, oh, just a, it's just a couple days. days. Oh, it's really it's only a couple weeks. I, now, because he's on the injured reserve, is he still considered in the minors? Who? Since he's not on the injured reserve, though. Well, they, got, they sent him to minor league camp, and they'll put him on the minor. He'll be on the minor league disabled list. I think. So, the, does that I, count as service time or no, not? No, 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 no. no, no the service no, no. time That's, is in the majors. No, I don't mean that. I mean. He was already he was already sent to minor league camp. He was already cut from the minor league major league team before he got hurt. He got hurt in a minor okay. league game. It does not count. So really, he may never play in a minor league game. If he comes back healthy, he yeah. could come back directly to the Reds. Yeah, theoretically. And and Cam, you and I would be happy because he most likely the eleven days would be 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Dick Williams said, this is not a service time decision. Yeah, but it's baloney. Liar. I don't believe that for a second. I, I don't Do you either. believe that? Not, no. not in a heartbeat. No. But a lot of, I think a lot of Reds fans are buying it. I've seen stuff on Twitter. People are buying it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Maybe it wasn't his only factor, but it had to be a big factor. So here's the thing that, here's the other thing that I find curious. I don't know how, how they're going to talk their way in and out of this. Shebler, and you know I love Scott Shebler. You've been known. They said Shebler won the center field job. Are they going to bring Nixon Zell back in three or four weeks whenever he's healthy and put him in center field and say, sorry, Scott, you won the job. Now we're going to give it to this guy, which would totally be like, okay, it was a service time thing. Because if he he didn't just win, he didn't go to Triple A and play in six or seven games, and all of a sudden now he's a much better center fielder than he was today. Does that make sense? Yeah. Am I making any sense? Oh, if they put him out in center field, then they've been lying out there. Yeah. Mouth. I think the thing that stands out about Senzel was not so much his position as getting his at bats on the big team. So. To answer your first question, I, I believe it was service time. Now, obviously, I, you know how I, my thoughts are. I believe it's the right decision. 11 days, you look, don't have them. Forget the injury a second. 11 days, you don't have them versus an extra 162 games. To me, it's an easy decision. Yeah, but, but, like the CBA or not, it's a smart well, move for the best part of your organization. By the time the next CBA, by the time that comes around, it might be completely out of it the It might CBA be, but it's not right now. be grandfathered? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know if they'll grant. They could grandfather them. And, and then um, if so, let's say he comes back and Shebler's benched. I I I understand it. Shebler has shown over the what now about three years, two maybe three. He had thirty homers that two he years can ago. get. He can he can get on a streak, but he still hasn't hit in the two seventy range overall. Two that his, well, you, you look at a lot of other stats. His 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 value is he's an above average offensive player. Yeah. Despite what you think about batting average, overall he is an, he has been an above-average offensive player in the major leagues. Let me let me let me just put it this way then: Sinzel or Shepler, who would you rather play? Well, right now, I guess I I don't know. All things being equal, there's no injuries or anything. I'd rather have Sinzel. <sighs> I want him on the team playing. I want them both playing. I want him, I want them not having to feel like. We got to have well, these three guys every night in what the outfield. I, what I would do the, is I'd, the, I'd let Senzel in, the, in left, Shebler in center, Puig in right, and then I'd let Kemp just go what left field, Winker? right so field. What about Winker? Oh yeah, where are you going to put? I mean, here's the funny part. Yeah, exactly. You heard who the backup center fielder is right now. Well, <clears throat> they've said Jesse Winker. I don't know if he's the quote unquote backup, but yes, yeah, I've read they the said articles. That. I read they it. They said that. that was... He played a couple of innings, one game, and. People are having a cow. So, Jesse Winker is good enough to be the backup center fielder playing a couple innings in one game, but Nixon Zell isn't good enough to be the center fielder having played it all winter and all spring training. That's it, why we know that's a we know, never, and, and we know He's never and, taken a major league at bat. But we know, I know, but we know Nixon Zell's a better athlete 
than Jesse Winker. By far. So I'm just saying there's a whole lot of stuff being said. There's a lot of coach speak. There's a whole on. bunch of stuff being said that I don't buy. Yep. Agreed. So, and I'm fine, you know, and I'm not big on this. Oh, you got to have the 25 best guys on the roster because you got to think about because we got Robert Stevenson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You used to say, you said uh, that. Wait, more, well, you can't be a flipper. No, I'm not flipping. Flopper? What is it? Flipper? Flopper? Flipper. Flipper. Flopper's when he plays basketball. It was like, I think yesterday was National, International Waffle Day, so we could use that. Whopper? I'm a waffler. You got, you do, okay. you say that, but that doesn't really ever happen because. Look at the bullpen. They kept Robert Stevenson. They kept Robert Stevenson because his he didn't have any options left. I would, you know, I mean, two guys that got sent to the minors, Cody Reed and Sal Romano, have both proven more at the major league level than Robert Stevenson. So, part of that is though that you're going to use more than you're going to need more than eight relievers all year. And if you, <clears throat> I think if you if you keep Reed and Romano. And you cut Stevenson, he's gone. So then, when you got to, and if you think Stevenson is one of your top ten, that's why you do this because then you don't have to go to your eleventh or twelfth guy when you need when you have an injury. So I guess that's why that happened. But anyway, I yeah, I I just wish they'd have brought it. I well, what I think I should have done, I could have almost lived. I was okay. The outfield thing, I wasn't going to lose sleep over it. But when Scooter got hurt and he's out for like three months, we're going to have Jose Iglesias in the lineup every day when we could have had Nixon Zell in the lineup every That's day. That's a big drop in offense. That that could be a – I mean, Nixon Zell hasn't played in major leagues yet, but I think we all agree that Nixon Zell is probably going to be a better hitter than Jose Iglesias. In the, Except in when's the leagues. last time Nixon Zell has, has played second base? All, la- all last, last year. He's had a major league at bat. All, all, all last year. <laughs> all last season when he was healthy. But, but okay, bigger picture. Anyway. This is only a short-term matter. I know, I know. I'm going to so, live. Why, why, why do you say that? Because Sinzel's going to get healthy. Okay, but then okay. it's not a short-term matter because what do you do with him when he's healthy? You're going to bring him up eventually, and he's going to be out and there in center field. And where's he going to play? He's going to be out there in center field. He's going to be out there in center field. And they're gonna you say, guys are convinced they're going to play say, Yeah, and, and what, Tom, let me ask this, here's Tom, what I hope how happens. How could you say, after what we've seen in spring training, how could you say that won't that will not be where he's playing. Because that's where they're grooming him for now. Yeah, I guess that's the, since they've been grooming him for that, I don't know where else he would, but where, who do you sit down? You know. Well, you're probably going, and I think, uh, well, Puig, you're not going to sit down probably. Right. And it's going to be a rotation in left field between uh, Winker and... Uh, Kemp. Thank you, Kemp. But Winker will play the most. Kemp will I, play some. I'll tell you what, not getting that bats every day. It's hard to stay sharp. I agree. I agree. I agree. And how do you get better against a lefty on lefty or righty on righty matchup it. if you don't play? And how do you – your top that was prospect the old, – That's what they did to Paul O'Neill, you know, back in the day. They and your top not prospect not getting at bats. I mean, he's never hit in major leagues yet. And now you're going to have him up there part-time? Yeah. I don't you know. know. That's hard. Who, Sinzel? Yeah. yeah if no, you bring, he won't be part-time. I think he'll play every day once they'll, they do they'll it. They'll find a spot for him, whether it's at second, whether it's in left field or in center – He'll be getting consistent at best. Well, have you seen any signals on that from Bell or Dick Williams? No. That he's no. going to be an everyday player this year? No. No. And I don't why think, do you guys think he will because be? Because it's the talent I level don't that think... he has and how he's excelled at every level. you just got to find a spot for that. Right, but he's I've... never taken a major league at bat. I think if he's starting line You have to at some time. You have to at some time. 
I think I think if he plays three out of four days somewhere, I think that's good right, enough. So let me ask Tom because Tom's you know obviously believes in the strongly. So Tom, let's say Senzel's not injured, okay? At what point do you put him in the lineup? Well, I, I guess I was I was thinking I say usually you let these guys come up at the end of the year to get their first major league at bats and play the last month or two. Okay, when, so would you when do it doesn't matter. no injury with Senzel? Would you do that now? I don't think I would. I think I'd leave him down. Wow. And let it, let let's see how the big league team does with what we got. On our over under segment later, <laughs> if that's the case, that I'm going lower number. I think I think um, if he's, I think he needs to be up there playing, and that's yep. that's why I'm I'm like they're just he, they're just many, playing around. How many triple A at best they get? Last so what? Year? I don't care. Get him up there and see what he can do. Well, it's not like we it's, need it's, him. It's, uh, I think we yeah, do. we do now with Scooter out. They should have, that's why they should have brought well, him that's in. The, that is a big deal, Scooter being out. With... All right, and if Scooter wasn't hurt, he would be up no worse than mid to late April. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, yeah we'll see what they do. We'll anyway, see. it's just... Uh, He's so here, here's the thing. It's like I'm really... I think we're all really happy with this offseason and the things they've done to try to make this team better. And um, we just have this one kind of thing hanging over their head. What do they do with Nixon Zell? That's sort of the thing hanging over their head. What read, are we going to do with that guy? I read from his three years at Tennessee, his first couple of years in the minors, not hurt at all. <laughs> and in the past year or so. Guy so. Can't, yeah. No one tries to be hurt, you know. No, Poor it, guy. Just, it just happens. It happens. So, Okay, so let's uh, – I'm worn out after all that. <laughs> after the Nixon zone? Shebler for him. I'm going to have to go in a boot. Um, in terms of, so we talked about rotation, we talked about infield and outfield, right? And we talked, we hinted at the bullpen a little bit. The bullpen is Zach Duke, lefty. Amir Garrett, lefty. David Hernandez, Jared Hughes, Rysel Iglesias, Michael Lorenzen, Wandy Peralta, lefty. Who I'm? That's the one that I'm not sure about. And Robert Stevenson. <clears throat> so, yeah, the last two guys in a bullpen are probably question marks most of the time. So Peralta and Reed. Would you have kept Cody Reed? I'm not a fan. Uh, so I, you'd have kept Peralta instead of Cody Reed? Yeah. Because Peralta had a rough year last year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, now that he's been, you know, been good in spring, maybe that means something. Maybe he's figured some stuff out. But he's really only had one really good stretch as a red. You know, like one, one and a half good months. Other than that, he's been very average or below average. So, we'll see. We'll see. But, you know, Reed and Ramon are going to pitch in the majors this year. It's a matter of time. They will. Guys will get hurt. Somebody will be terrible. You know. It'll happen. That's what no, I figure. It's negative. It's negative. Well, no, it's not negative. It's just the way baseball seasons go. That's the way the red seasons have gone. Uh, everybody goes. Everybody has to. Everybody has injuries. Injuries, yes. Everybody has awful injuries. starting pitching. That's the Reds. That's the Reds. Yes. So Bob, Steve, I think it's all because of the, they just weren't willing to cut him loose. I know. They just weren't quite ready to give up on him, and. If they see something, 
suddenly that they think is a reason, fine. But I tell you what, I think he's got a. If he doesn't have a good month of April, they've got to cut bait on that. I think it's like, you know, how many chances do you give? Yeah, because you know you start you get you know how it is. There'll be there'll be a couple games where you've had uh, even with our improved starting pitching. Here, I'm not being negative. I'm just talking about what happens in baseball. Sometimes there'll be a couple days where you got to use a lot of bullpen. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got a game three on Sunday afternoon <clears throat> against the Cubs. It's three to two in the sixth or the seventh. You know, and, and you, you got to bring and you got to bring bottom in, of your bullpen. And you got to bring in Stevenson. And if he can't pitch in those situations, then we need to get somebody else up here who can. Well, so. he's definitely at the end of the rope. <clears throat> and I think he's the last. I think he's at the end of the bowl. I think he's the mop-up guy. I think he's the um, longer, you know, early third or fourth inning. We got to get Roark out of there, you know, or whoever. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the rare occasion, hopefully, that that happens this year. But it will. So. Or maybe we'll adopt the Milwaukee Brewers mentality and we'll be putting relievers in fifth inning. Yeah. Well, well we got their pitching coach, right? And right. They've talked about, you know, uh, Iglesias not just being a ninth right. inning guy. So right. Coming in a high leverage situation. All right. So, in order for the Reds to compete this year, who who on this roster really have to step up? I mean, I would say it's the starting pitching always. You mean step up from past performances? Who do we need to show up this year? Joey needs to be Joey. We need him above 300 again this year. He needs year. to be. And driving him runs. He doesn't right? necessarily have to be finished second in the MP, MVP right. voting, Joey, but he's got to be. He needs to be RBI, Joey. He's Yeah. Because he, he really uh, wasn't. He might bat second. He's been batting you know, second a I lot. Noticed, again, spring stats, I get it, Jeff. But I noticed this probably about four or five games ago, his Batting average was one seven one seventies. His OBP four seventy nine. Yeah, he's walking a lot. He, he, you wouldn't think he, he would walk as much in the minors. He is know? going to get on or base in, spring, in spring, training. spring training. Well, he's in midseason form, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, Joey's going to be Joey. Our starting pitching has to step up. I think Puig, and, I think Puig has to have a big year. Yeah, we need pre and Scooter needed to be Scooter too, right? This hurts us with three months. I, I say it with could. the guys we had last year and the guys we picked up this year, stay healthy. Yeah, we're already behind the eight ball on that. But if those guys can stay healthy, and we don't have a big dip from these guys like Scooter, we don't have a dip from Peraza. Peraza, great improvement last year. We don't have a dip from these guys. Yeah, Winker, no dips. Winker, keep doing like you've been doing, but stay healthy. I, I think that's our key. And and three starting pitchers that stay solid yes. all year. Yes. Right? Yep. Well, I, how, you, how many years has it been since we've had three guys? Was it 2012? Stay solid. Yes, you know, the last been, time they were a playoff team. Right. So, you know, that's that's for sure. You're never going to have all the starters stay solid, but you kind of need a, a group of three of them, you know. Yeah, it would be nice. And that year we had four and a half, roughly. Yeah. It'd be nice. Um, so, I think um, I think the bench will be better, and I think that will help. That's worth a, that's that's worth yes three or four games somewhere along the line. Yes, um, because I think Dietrich is is shown to be a very productive hitter, um, and can and will get some big hits for him. 
Um, I think um, Suarez will be fine. I think Peraza will be fine. I think Vado will be better. I don't know that he'll be vintage Vado, but he'll be good. Um, I think I think one guy who's getting overlooked who could really, especially in the first half of the season, could really help this team offensively is Kemp. I think I think. Um, Yes, he had one good half season in the last few. He had a lot of injuries. He seems healthy. He's always been a good hitter. He's he's 34, but it's not he's not super. You know, he's not ancient. He's still young enough that guys who are really talented still usually hit pretty well at that age. And he was certainly one of the more talented players in baseball for his in his early early to mid 20s. I just think I, I think there's a I, I kind of I wasn't been surprised if they'd have traded him before. Started the season. I don't think he's going to happen now. He's probably still trade bait during he, the season. He still is, but I think he could swing a hot bat at times and and be yeah. a big and, and be very pleasant surprise. Agreed. I think be I think it's possible. Off the bench, right? I agree. I agree. It's a better hitter. It's, he's more. He's going to be more productive as a hitter. You know, what, what one guy we haven't talked about, Suarez, he could go off and have an MVP type of year. He, well, he's got that ability. for a good part of last year. He did right. He's got that ability. Yep. So, actually, in some of the metrics, I think it, it, he was just, just a, talk just for a the triple crown. Just to point out how, how good of a second half plus, a little more than a second half that Peraza had. Um, in some different metrics, he was better than Suarez over that period. Really? But yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. not as many RBIs, not as many home runs, but it, but he did hit a number of home runs. But in an overall, he didn't strike out. In an overall offensive sense, he was yep. he was. Uh, he was you know, a better overall player. Why, you know, we're talking about a leadoff hitter, and I thought last year Winker performed much better in the five hole than the leadoff hole. Peraza did really good in the leadoff slot. Why aren't we hearing about Peraza being a leadoff batter? I don't know, but I think that surprises me. Has he hit leadoff? I, I it's it's on base. Last year? It's on base. No, I mean in it's the on, spring. In you the can't spring you can't runs. just go by batting average. You got to look at on base, and I think those guys. Vado and Winker are better on base guys than Peraza. And so I, I'm, I'm just looking at results from last year. Peraza performed, strikeouts were low, got on base, good speed. Winker, Winker produced much better in the five hole. But he doesn't get on base as much as Winker. Not too many people do, Jeff. Right. So if you've got a guy who gets on base like that, that's always that's been my contention that he should be in the top of the order. That's a that's a small sample size to say he can't hit leadoff and he can hit he's only a five hole hitter he didn't get that many at bats last year but we do know no matter what he got on base a lot no matter where he batted he did get and, on base and if Votto's not the RBI and power guy he used to be you might as well put him in that two spot well right? I think they had him in the right spot at two I, I yeah. don't think he's that guy in the past and we talked about this a couple of years ago when you it's coming I mean Peraza last year had a um, he's three twenty six on base. You looking at Winker? Yeah, which isn't terrible. It's right about. It's probably right around league Did average. You say it was Winker? It's probably right around league average. What was Peraza? That was Peraza three twenty six. Was Winker? And you said yeah. No, no. He says, "Are you looking up Winker?" Yeah, what's oh, Winker? And Winker was um, um, uh, four something four oh five. I mean that's significant. That's significant. I mean, if it was a difference of ten points, 
with some speed for Peraza, I wouldn't. I would agree with you, but uh, he's going to bat up there. I mean, it's oh, been it's I, been I, shown I, I all that. through the spring here and late in the spring. He's going to bat up there. So, what are you thinking, Winker, Peraza, Votto, one, two, three? No, I think Votto's going to Votto's been batting Votto's second. Votto's I think Peraza's going, going to be a seven hitter. Okay, he'll down lower in the lineup. And then I'm guessing Suarez in the three hole. Yeah, Puig's probably going to bat fourth, fourth now. Right. Um, fifth will be like uh, Shebler or Kemp. Scooter when he comes back. Shebler or Kemp right now. Yep. And then you're going to see... Um, They'll probably put Scooter fourth so you have the right left. Yeah. They can put Puig fifth. They could. They could do that. And you're gonna, and I think it's going to be different a lot. I've seen Bell say that. that it's not going to be the same lineup every day by any means. I don't think they're just going to make changes to make changes, but they're going to try to take advantage of whatever the numbers the charts tell them to take advantage of. Well, let's get healthy so we have these difficult yeah. decisions to yeah, make. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Wasn't, it, wasn't the same difficult so Praza decisions will, last year? Praza, Praza will probably bat sixth right now. They'll probably put Barnhart, and then it'll be Barnhart Tucker. and Iglesias batting seven, eight. One, one, yeah. One, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how they'll do it. You might bat, I mean, Iglesias might bat eighth. Barnhart might bat seventh right now. But I think you'll, I, I, I would guess Praza will be sixth unless because Jeanette's out. They decide to move him up and shift the power guys down a spot because you could put Peraza nine. So we'll see our pitchers batting in the nine hole a lot more than the eight hole this year. Yeah, <laughs> and sadly they will still be batting. <laughs> I, ne- I never, I never miss an opportunity to stump for the DH. Next year, baby. Next year. Yeah, I, I think it's a good shot. So, um, so that's. So, and Tom, and Tom as much as you and I are purists and we'd rather have the pitchers batting with what we're discussing now and where to get this guy's lineup in, that would open the hole. Yeah. It would. It would, you're right. So to, we take advantage, if it, we get there, we take advantage. But why don't we use aluminum bats and wear, you know, one-piece uniforms too? Well, that'd be kind of cool. Let's just totally get away from it. We don't need brims on the hats either. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> One piece, you know. <laughs> Unitards. <laughs> I haven't hosed it. I was going to say shorts, but we've actually done that. <laughs> Bill Beck. Uniforms. Oh, my. All right, over-under. What's If you were going to set an over-under on Reds wins this year, what okay, what num- what would the number be? I say 82. Oh. Winning season. One and a half better than what Sports so Illustrated said. Our, one of our um, pinch hitters on the podcast here, Mr. Helmick, he texted 82. And I think I, I told everybody that Sports Illustrated predicted the Reds, I believe it was 80.5. They said they would finish of, ahead of the Pittsburgh. What, all the projection models out there have had the Reds right around 500, right around that 80-81 thing. What do you think, Mr. Generat? I'm going to predict it's not a number I like. I'm going to say 78. Mm. Boo. It's not a number I like. Boo. Last year we all had high numbers and we didn't. We weren't even close. <laughs> are you afraid of the injuries? So what are you what? afraid of? What What makes you come down below right 500? Right now, the, the start of the year with Sinzel not there and Scooter hurt is a concern. Scooter being out, what, four-plus weeks. 
We still don't know when Sinzel. Oh, eight to twelve. Eight to twelve weeks. Oh, really? I mean, okay. Yeah. And then it's definitely four plus. Five forty. Five forty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. And then, and then uh, our good friend Tom Sizer. Our pitching is improved, but how much? How much is it improved? That that's a concern. And and Wood already on the DL. All right. I, li- I like Sonny Gray, how he's done in the spring. Actually, Roar has done well in spring. And Disco's done well in spring. But Jeff Gilbert doesn't like spring, so I, I'm not allowed to I say that. I didn't say. I, you can like spring all you want. I just said you can't go to the bank on it. Can't you can't count? You know you can't you can't, you can't make you can't it. make tons of roster decisions based. But on remember that. what I said in a, a text before. At least we're seeing numbers in spring that we haven't seen the past several springs. I don't know. I haven't paid attention to them, so I don't know. What are we seeing that's different? Kind of like that time we went and saw Disco pitch in Dayton. <laughs> Balls flying all over the park. Oh, for our not necessarily over the wall, but in between fielders and all that. Okay, you mean for our guys hitting? Yeah, for our guys hit. pitching. Our guys pitching. So our guys haven't been pitching well, but they have been in past springs. Oh, in past springs. I'm saying this past spring, it's I saw bad. a difference in previous springs. Right, right, right. I agree. All right. So what's your number? My over under is 84. Oh wow! And you remember earlier I was criticized for being negative. No way to be positive. This guy over here. Way to recover at the Why end. Why are you of, so negative all the time? Way to recover at the end of the podcast. Thank Come you. back strong. Thank you. Thank you. 84. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's just hope or if that's, you know, I don't know. I'm a fan and I reserve the right to expect more than maybe is possible, but I, I, think, I do expect, I expect, I, I just do. I think. I'm going with 84. I think that would, right around there, you know, give or take a couple, I think that's right where they are. So I think uh, I think the first half of this year is going to be really fun. I think we're going to enjoy watching it. You know how last year they started? Oh, well, it, nothing could be worse than last year. It was the worst. Um, and the we, all, we almost folded the show. <laughs> <laughs> We almost got canceled by the networks. Yeah. Three old depressed Reds fans. <laughs> yeah. So I think the first half of this year will be really fun. I think they'll be competitive. I'll bet you they'll be in the top three in the league, maybe even till the All-Star break. Well, that's where we were two years ago, right? Right. And that was fun. Remember how fun that was? The yes, games were fun to watch. Uh, and, but then I think probably they'll fade as they go in the stretch. Get down to the 82 games. Okay. <laughs> So what are you doing opening day, Tom? Hey, I'm going to try and go to the game. I'm going to try and uh, going to take the... my son. I'm going to the parade. We'll probably have some Skyline chili. Oh, eat some for me. And then we're going to go over and try and uh, scalp some tickets at the ballpark. See if, see if we can get in. I told Jeff earlier, the worst case is we can't get scalp tickets. We went to the parade, had Skyline, watch the game. So what's your... Uh... Why not go to like StubHub or SeatGeek? What's your uh, what's going on there? So I'm checking out tickets on the the services, and they've jacked up the the seat fees. Um, I saw forty nine dollars on SeatGeek, and so forty seven dollars on much StubHub. The, how much were the tickets? They were starting at like one hundred twenty bucks with a fifty dollar forty nine dollars without 
without the plus fee. plus a forty nine dollar service fee. So you're at least you're talking at least one hundred and seventy five dollars for tickets. So I figure I can go buy one hundred and twenty dollar tickets and save a ton of money. So we'll see how that works. I'll let you know. All right. Well, we want a full report. You got it. In fact, I'll <laughs> I'll come live on Marco Polo for yes, you. Yes, I want to yeah. see that. I want to see that. I want to see those tickets. <laughs> so. Um, Hopefully I won't buy them and they'll be like counterfeit tickets. And Have you heard of that happening? Yeah. You buy them from scalpers, you go and they scan them and they don't, the scanning doesn't work because they're fake. Yeah. Well, take the guy's picture and get his uh, exactly. That's good name, idea. name and address before you walk away. So um, what's the weather? Weather's supposed to be pretty In nice. In the 50s, yeah. So it should be good. Yeah, it was chilly when we went last year. It sure was. It was pretty cold. It was a little enough. windy. Last year, the first like three or four weeks of games were cold. I remember the Reds had an early uh, cross-league cross game in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, goodness, don't do that. Yeah, but around the whole league, remember, it was it, it was, was everywhere. Cold. It was cold yeah. everywhere. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. Sun's shining in our, on our little ville right now as we sit here on the Tuesday evening, but... Um, Hopefully that'll be the case. So yeah, you don't want to be cold. You've been cold at baseball games before, right? You you really want me to talk I want to about tell, this? I want this story. This is a good story. So I was playing for my Liberty Flames, who went in the second round of the tournament. By the way, just in case anybody wondered, woohoo! Go Flames! A Sun, uh, A Sun. From the A Sun, first year in the A Sun. Otherwise known as the Atlantic Sun. For those so of back you in the day, basketball. When, back in the day sports. when the uh, the skinny six foot six. 185-pound Tom Sizer played baseball for the Liberty Flames. We're at Old Dominion. Which in, is in? In, in the great state of Virginia. In Norfolk. Yeah. And um, one of those freezing cold spring games, which baseball in the spring is the worst. <laughs> and, of course, I'm in the bullpen, and it's just back in the day there weren't these beautiful college stadiums like they have now. So it's just a bench out with no cover or anything. So we're freezing the cold. The wind's blowing. Old Dominion had put the old football um, turf on their baseball field. So it's all worn. It was really soft. I mean, you you hit a ball, it bounced twice, and then rolled because it was so soft. And so we're sitting in the bullpen just freezing, and one of us puts our hand on the turf and like, man, the sun's really warming this turf up because the turf is warm. And we're standing on the bench, you know, like this, and, Shivering. and we look at each other, and we're like, "We got to get warm." So we laid prostrate down on the turf in the bullpen, just to stay warm. And I'll never forget. Oh my gosh, I'm thinking, hope Coach doesn't look down here because we're how many of you were lying? Like there's that? three of us. Three of them laying on the laying on right, the face. On the turf, face. We were face down, trying to stay you know. warm in the bullpen. You know, Larry Bird injured back, just trying to stretch. That was it. Yeah. yeah. So, I thought that was a good story. He didn't think it was that good a story, but I made him tell it anyway. Oh, he was just talking about how base, cold baseball games are in the spring. I oh, yeah, I don't. Because I just finished covering basketball, state tournament. And he's like, you going to be covering any softball, baseball? I said, no, I don't. I'm not into spring sports. I've you never, will in May. You could do it in May. I, well, May, when it warms up, the early parts of the season in spring sports. I mean, nobody wants to be out there. Not unless you're in the southeast. Well, right. but we're not. So, <laughs> so we're here, and so this is what matters. <laughs> so I ain't going out in it. It ain't worth it. Ain't worth the money right That's now. That's fair. But uh, yeah, but I do you it get for into, free. You get into playoff time, tournament time. My daughter. Yeah, you go watch your daughter play softball. 
and you get to. But that's Froze my that's butt a, off last week. That's a bad thing to do. If that's my right. daughter was playing, I'd be out there freezing. And this too. is my last wow. high school sports season. Wow. My last one. Well, you, so I'm not going to miss a game. Yeah. Good time. So we're sitting here in my in my house, and uh, Tom and I are on folding chairs. Did you notice who I, we gave the rocking chair to? The elder, the statesman. elder statesman. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very kindly. <laughs> All right. Anything else about this team? I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. They're gonna win 84 games or more. I'm convinced. We got to feel better than we did last year, so it's gonna be great. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, fuss about the Senzel thing, and I fuss about this and that, and we all have our little things. But overall, you know, we're very much happier than we don't want to be three grumpy old Reds fans here before the season starts. We're much happier with where Absolutely. this team sits than it has the last four or five you years. Know, looking back last year, our manager was Brian Price. Who is he with now? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And where did Riggleman go? He went to some team. Oh, he's he? a he's a bench coach for. Um, I just saw this the other day, and the, whoever the manager is is, is maybe on maybe on thin ice. But no, somebody was like, "Oh no, don't make Riggleman the manager. He's a good bench coach, but that's it. Don't make him the manager." I forget where it was. I I, it, I just saw it. Somewhere. And Hatcher is no longer at third base, right? Is Hatcher the bench coach? Ah, uh, he's something. He's something. But they've changed so much changed so much it's hard to keep track we've talked about it on previous shows but i can't remember all that stuff you know we're not, we ain't getting any year, younger the, the different year yeah so we're ready for it so according to wikipedia brian price is nowhere right now <laughs> okay. yeah he might not be i don't i'm not sure anybody he's hired nowhere. him he's nowhere and wikipedia is always right there's never any problems on there um all right well you want to wrap it up yeah let's have fun this season and enjoy uh watching the game and not not skip games in the spring because they're three and nineteen. So Yeah, that'd be nice. This'll yeah. be great. All right, good. Well opening day is upon us. Tom, enjoy the parade. Thanks. With the skyline chilly and the sunshine. Hope you find some decently priced tickets to get in the ball game with your son. Me so. too. I'm looking forward to it. But most importantly, you have to bring home a W. That's can, right. Can you do that? I'll do my best. You'll do your best. Riggleman so. is a bench coach with the New York Mets. The New York Mets, that's right. That's right. So, can you can? You promise You promise a W? I can't promise, but oh, I'm going to do my best yeah, is what, what I said. What good are you? All right. And it, you know what? It'll be fun either well, way. We'll watch Fox Sports Ohio. and um, I'll be the guy with the, with the face paint and with my shirt off with my, my chest painted. It's too cold for you to do that. Yeah. Okay. I won't, I won't do it then. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna sit here on the couch, Fox Sports Ohio on, enjoying uh, Tom Brenneman. Maybe <laughs> you will not enjoy Tom Brenneman. That's not my. You know, he's okay. Just sometimes just gets goes on a little too long about things. Kind of like we're doing right now, trying to end this podcast. So. All right. All, all right. else says we. we well, always... that's right. This has been the three old Reds fans. Yeah. And now for the exciting finish. Go Go Reds! Reds. (laughs) That was awesome.